0: How we doing traders? Welcome to the Spax Attack. Let's get it started. <laughs> How we doing traders welcome and welcome to the SPACs attack where we talk everything SPACs so if you like them hit the like button let's get this party started if if you can do me a favor guys to go ahead and hit that share button let everyone know we're going to be talking about fintech SPACs we're going to be going a little bit into coinbase but mainly going into the other plays that can come from coinbase so with that being said let's bring on the brains to the show Chris Catchy. Hey, what's going on, Mitch? How are we doing today? What up? What up, my friend? It's, it's looking like a blue day. <laughs> Maybe it, you know what a, I mean.
1: It's a blue day, of course. So yeah, not a lot of activity, you know, going on out there in, in SPAC land. We did get one small biotech deal announced this morning. I didn't even see it first thing. Um, you know, saw it a little bit later no new rumors, you know, out last night or this morning. So, you know, just not a lot of news out there. Obviously, everyone is watching, you know, the highly anticipated Coinbase IPO today, you know, which is going to have an impact on a lot of different things, right? We're going to see some, you know, crypto plays. We're going to see some, you know, Bitcoin mining stocks, you know, trade very high volume today based on that. We're going to see other exchange companies trade high based off of that. So, so later on in the show, you know, we'll break down some um, companies that, you know, are going public via SPAC that are similar to crypto plays. We'll look at some fintech plays and, you know, some that maybe could target uh, a crypto company. You know, a lot of these crypto exchanges uh, like Gemini, Binance are still private and maybe they explore a SPAC to go public let's face it if coinbase goes public today and their valuation is over a hundred billion dollars uh you know i think some of these private crypto exchanges are uh gonna want some uh, money and a piece of that pie
0: all right all right looking like they's telling you to get a glass desktop for <laughs> looks looks like the, the visuals the visuals they want more visuals they want they want more from you man
1: I mean, they they got the blue back here, and now we want something like here. Is that what?
0: Yeah, man, we gotta get you a news anchor desk. Yeah,
1: well, and I want one of those fancy screens behind me too. So.
0: Yeah, man, we gotta get you. We are going to get you. Stepping up. Hey, how we do it? Right, two percent better every day. So, uh, uh, with that being said. Let's go ahead and get to our SPAC headlines of the day. If you guys could do me a favor by smashing that like button since we go into the headlines every single day, because I mean, really, I mean, we could just give it to you on our SPAC newsletter and then charge you guys a whole bunch for it, but not what we do here, guys. What we do here is give you the information. So do us a favor, hit the like button, hit the share, and let's go ahead and take us back, Chris, to those headlines.
1: All right, guys. Yeah. So, as I said, you know, not a lot going on out there, but we'll, we'll get through headlines here. So, up first, we have FUSE. So, Fusion Acquisition, which is merging with MoneyLion, Lion, um, out yesterday with full fiscal year 2020 revenue, 76.1 million, up 90% year over year. Total customers grew 60% to 1.4 million for the fiscal year. And their guidance calls for 31.5 million in the first quarter, which would be up 118% year over year. They, they said that that guidance that they gave from their investor presentation, you know, they remain confident in it, which is what we'd like to see, not the revised guidance downward. Uh, and more on Moneyline later on because they also have uh, some crypto news out there. So this could be another uh, Coinbase related trade later we have ark funds uh increasing positions in open door open uh spce virgin galactic dkng DraftKings, and rtp uh joby aviation uh you know decent size stakes in spce and rtp taken yesterday you know so buying the dip on uh virgin galactic and then also adding rtp uh you know uh in volume to the ark x space etf now We have DMYD, so, you know, Genius Sports uh, voting on that merger uh, fairly soon. And, you know, interesting, as I said yesterday on the show, that the SEC is considering reclassifying warrants uh, from equity to liabilities, which could have an impact on, you know, uh, which companies offer warrants, uh, you know, as it may be an accounting and lawyer, um, you know, nightmare for the logistics Uh, It also could impact the backlog of SPACs going public because it looks like the SEC is going to block uh, all new ones from coming until they get this resolved. Um, But DMYD, Genius Sports, getting ahead of the curve here. Their filing with the SEC has already reclassified uh, warrants. Um, you know, as liabilities, so they're wasting no time to to get ahead of this to help push that vote through. Uh, so props to Genius Sports and DMYD here, you know, getting ahead of the SEC and hopefully pushing this deal through. We have PSAC, uh, so Property Solutions Acquisition merging with Faraday Future. Uh, we of course had them on the show not too uh, long ago, so they highlighted their global online to offline. Uh, direct sales organization, uh, mentions China, uh, mentions the US sales network for those electric vehicles. So that FF91 is going to be brought to market using a direct sales model, also some company-owned stores and some partner-owned stores and showrooms. Uh, so really using you know a, a cross-platform here both online and offline to, to sell those electric vehicles. Then another spec to watch we have NGA, uh, which I do own shares of, merging with Lion Electric. So, Lion Electric CEO Mark Bedard, um, you know, a former guest on our show, he will be on Bloomberg today uh, at one o'clock Eastern time. He is going to talk about how Quebec companies are leading the innovation of clean power. So, you know, again, uh, Mark Bedard, Lion Electric, a big player in Canada and also the U.S. electric buses, electric vans. Uh, So, you know, again, on Bloomberg, uh, you know, talking about that. So that stock could see some interest, uh, you know, today during the trading session. And yesterday, our our mover uh, to discuss is AGC, up 10% uh, on that deal. With Grab, the largest SPAC deal, um, you know, no surprise that it was up. Um, we can take a look at that that chart later, and then our deal this morning. We have BCTG announcing a deal with Tango Therapeutics, so a biotech company committed to discovering and delivering the next generation of precision cancer medicine. So pre revenue. Um, You know, and again, it looks like they have some drugs in their pipeline, but not very far along. But this one is actually up 7% this morning. I'm seeing 1205 right now. Uh, So BCTG, you know, these biotech SPACs, uh, you know, very uh, low uh, market cap deals and then also low float. So it looks like about 16 million shares here. Uh, so this one could see lots of uh, action, you know, again, as a low float trade that some of these retail traders have been pointing out. So keep an eye out on this one. And, you know, like I said, not a lot going on. So that's what I've got for for headlines. You, you know, Mitch, so I don't know if you want to start with that ACG chart or if we want to dive into uh, some of Kathy Wood's comments yesterday on uh, SPACs.
0: Yeah, guys, I mean, if you guys didn't catch those comments by Kathy, I'll go ahead up and I'll put the link in our description in a second here and also put up the link for you guys to go ahead up and see that. Um, Pretty much, uh, I'll give you guys a a little bit of a gist, but definitely check it out. It's on our Clips channel now. If you guys don't know, um, we even have our own playlist on this Clips channel. So if you're a type of person that, let's say, you can't catch the show every day you can't watch us for a whole hour. It's okay. We got you. We got Benzinga clips. Go check it out guys. It's going to be short under 10 minute clips always. And this way you get your SPAC information and what's important and notable. All right, guys. So um, with that being said, let's go into that chart that you're talking about. You know, One of the things that I was talking about was uh, how I've been seeing this move happen consistently now. Um, And let's go back towards that ticker. That's AGC here. And one of the things that I've been seeing uh, consistently is a washout after kind of that pre-market kind of move where you're really starting to see the stocks come back up. And then that washout towards that 10 o'clock and then a 10 o'clock reversal. Um, That's kind of like what we got here and kind of the same move that I saw MUDs make. And so pay attention to that. We might be seeing more often this move happening. So that's just one to definitely keep on the radar. Um, All right, guys. So that's going to be that pattern that I've been seeing lately in SPACs, but... There's definitely some more news out there too. Um, I did see some Nikola news. I know that not, not that many people uh, even pay attention to Nikola anymore, but uh, I did see some news. Um, pretty much it was like a, a forward-looking statement, let's just say. Um, that they're trying to speed up the infrastructure of hydrogen in Germany. Um, So take a look at that, guys. That that could potentially start getting some love. Um, Now, one stock I am seeing getting some love is MP. And we've been seeing that, guys, start getting up there. I think I'm starting to like this stock. It's definitely looking good right off of that kind of support that you'll see here. I'll try to get that daily support Drawn up here, and then we'll take a look here on the daily, see what we're seeing, and where we could be going to on the MP. So on the MP, we're bouncing off of this kind of $34 support. Um, let's see if this one starts driving. You know, we we had that offering up here at 45, it brought it back down towards that 35, and now we're seeing a couple bounces there. It's going to be interesting to see if we can get back above 37.50 and really start driving to the 40. But I think this is one definitely to keep on your radar as you'll see probably lithium uh, trades and and other trades like that kind of take lead. Maybe this one starts making a move also. What do you think about that, Chris? Yeah, you know, I
1: I think definitely MP has been one of my, uh, you know, favorites for the long term, you know, clean energy, you know, they're going to be in EVs, windmills, all this stuff. And obviously the the administration, you know, fully supportive of you know their supply chain infrastructure. So uh, another one to pull up the chart here, Mitch. Uh, DraftKings, DKNG, uh, you know. So so this one, you know, uh, some positive news out. Right, we're seeing more states legalize online sports betting. Uh, Maryland, Arizona. Uh, DraftKings also out with news that they signed for a retail location in Arizona. Um, so they're going to get access to that market fairly early here. They also had a deal with the PGA Tour out, um, you know. So so we're over sixty bucks today, up two percent. You know, this one traded um, you know over seventy dollars not too long ago. Um, so I, I'm curious to see you know your thoughts on this chart, Mitch. And then it, it looks like on Benzinga Pro, you know, we have earnings coming up May seventh. Um, for first quarter. So, you know, I would anticipate that those earnings would be strong, um, you know, so what's your thoughts on this chart heading into May for DraftKings?
0: Yeah, if you guys can see the only time it tried to break trend was in this 40 area. Um, I drew the line underneath that to kind of give us a little bit of a base there. Like if you see it come down towards these levels, it would kind of be on a cheap for the trend, but this is just a trend. And it's an uptrend here, uptrending channel, and I think it's going to continue to trend up. Um, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you see DraftKings next year somewhere above 100. Um, reason why is just like I said, as revenues come in and come in, you're going to see these continue to get the love. Uh, I think these are based more on the revenues they have now. Then based on the revenues for the future, and I think the revenue for the future is definitely going to increase, if not take off like you've never seen it before. I know that you've been seeing these media companies, these sports media companies coming out, and there's a reason why they're coming out, guys, is they're expecting a big lift in sports betting this next year um, and this next five years to really take off Um, at the end of the day. I think that's why you're seeing more sports media being focused on. That's why you're seeing more sports bettings coming out. You, you know, Mitch,
1: you mentioned uh, sports media. So I, I had an article out on DraftKings. They actually hired their, their first ever chief media officer, um, they announced yesterday, a former Verizon uh, senior vice president who worked with the NFL, the, the NBA. So DraftKings is going. That not only sports betting, they're they're going all in on on media too. They they bought V S I N. They're, they're rumored to be looking at Action Network. Um, they they're signing these deals, you know, with ESPN to to partner on uh, content and uh, distribution. So you, you know, I think that's interesting because as we saw with Penn National and Barstool, you know, a, acquiring customers it, it can be cheaper if you own the media assets right you can build up that following they, they read your articles they watch your tv shows and, and then you convert them to customers on your on your sports betting app right so yep. i think that's a, a good story to follow with draftkings and i just i become more bullish on this on this name and this leader in the space
0: yep and that's why you'll see what what do you see guys you see today you'll see rsi up. RSI up here, um, getting interesting here now at $15. Um, I, I I gotta say, I like it here. Um, I haven't invested in this company now, but I've seen multiple bottoms here at this 15, it is getting interesting to me. Another play in this sector is at the support is Gan. Gan, Again, I would, I would like to see this one actually cut down a little bit more closer towards 16 before you go and you, and you try to uh, catch this knife. Um, But there's other plays, you know, GNOG um, just bounced off support. So it's starting to pull back a little bit. But I do like kind of this trend here that you see in GNOG. So one of the things that we want to see, right, is that one up, two up, three up, pull back towards the big support here. Now let's see if we can really get some driver. And the the driver is going to be the volume, guys. So if we we drew kind of uh, a line here. Um, From the volume, you can see how the volume's been declining, 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 declining. Wait for that big, nice volume spike bar. Um, That's that's what I'd be looking for, guys, is a nice bar show up on this candle like this that's like, let's say, over this candle, which is 23 million shares traded. That would show you some huge strength and bulls jumping into GNOG. And I mean, if you just draw this line, I mean, this is... This is easily drawn out guys. Um, So definitely three touches makes it a trend line. One, two, three. Let's see if it can get back above 17, really get that driver volume that we're talking about. And then that's what can get it back up there to say 28, 30s, and above. All right, guys, let me go ahead up and see if there's anything else on the watch list that I want to mention before we get to our middle segment of today. Um, yeah, cleverly still doing well. Um, that one's not a bad one to mention. Definitely uh B fly having a not 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 the I mean not a huge day, but at least starting that sideways period. And it's continued to go sideways. Let's see if it keeps holding 16. I think that's definitely the line in the sand. Let it keep holding that. Wait till you see a move and it start ripping. Um there's only one more that I want to really check out um bft What did that switch over to chris
1: uh bft is now oh i forgot the ticker already done
0: done i put chris on the hot seat guys uh PSFE where's the chat where's the chat Ooh, p- look at that look at that john p- doe p- with the points p s f e Points for John Doe. I'll give it to you. I gave it to you. You're the first one that showed up on mine. Hit me up, John Doe. I'll give you – get you a little SPAC attack shirt. How do you you think about that? So hit hit, hit me up. I'll get you that since you were the first one there. And even though it wasn't a little competition. I know Carl was going to mention that one. My man, Carl, has been in this one for a while um i'm not sure if he has any more right now i gotta ask him Uh, i'll catch up with carl after but definitely this is what it's all about guys and i see you guys i see you guys that's what that's what it's about guys i I love to see the reaction love to see everybody be a community here and help each other out so definitely i'm pulling up this one because i'm wondering if this one's going to come back you know it held 15 for so long But now it's starting to trend on the downside. But I did see a kind of a a little bounce here. Um, Let me put up this chart here and and see where it's bouncing off of. 1360s that bounce back up to 14 and 1440s. Let's see for a a three attempt to break down through this like kind of 1350 area. So you broke down through it once, right? And then you pop above it. Let's see if it can hold it on a pullback, this 1350, and then come right back up there through the 1440 that's what i would kind of want to see so kind of what you're getting here is this downtrend and up spike i want to see it let it try this line and then come back roaring that's what i'd be looking for guys so keep your eyes on that one and that's uh pay safe there guys um p s f e All right, that's probably going to do it for my honorable mentions here from our watch list. Let's go ahead and let's get back to my man, the brains for this show, Chris Ketchy. One of the things that he wants to talk about now is, you know, Chris has been talking about crypto SPACs, fintech SPACs for a while. And, you know, he's put out a lot of names that you you guys got to keep on maybe different watch lists. Maybe you create your own little crypto side SPAC watch list. And then you have on some other ones, maybe some betting plays. And there's a lot to keep an eye out. So that's why we have Chris and Chris. Is gonna go ahead up and unlock some specs here for us, and let us know what else is out there.
1: Yeah, so I mean, with the the Coinbase IPO today, you know, we're gonna we're gonna look back. Last week we talked about uh, three specs that you know could be ways to play the Coinbase IPO. And Mitch, I just pulled up this chart and V I H uh, the. This one now is falling. Um, I, I saw it this morning. We, we were green, uh, you know, and now we're down 4%. So VIH is bringing back play, uh, right? So uh, they launched the first uh, regulated Bitcoin futures exchange, the first fully regulated options contract for Bitcoin. Um, you know, this is a $2 billion deal uh, you know, uh, crypto platform. So very similar. Uh, I thought it was going to be a good sympathy trade. It, it has ran, um, the past couple days. So it looks like maybe people selling this into the IPO. If, if, I mean, if you look at the five day chart, I don't know what you, is that the five or the weekly? It, yeah. I mean, this thing traded up you know, when I talked about it and we saw it as a Coinbase trade, but now today it is it is dropping and it's dropping hard right now. So um, yeah, what definitely. do you think, you Mitch? Like that is...
0: You got it. Hey, buy the rumors, sell the news,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, I had in my notes that it was up, right? And that was an hour ago, you know, getting ready for the show. And then, you know, so now, and it could be people, you know, selling so they have money available for Coinbase. It could just be the direct you know, get out of one name, get into another name. So, you know, this one, if you bought in last week, um, you know, you did all right. If if you're holding today, you know, I I don't know when we're going to recover. I still think, you know, long-term it's a crypto play, but some of these names could sell off now, you know, on the, uh, you know, sell the news event with Coinbase IPO. So keep an eye out on this one though. Um, the, the, the ICE, the Inter, uh, Intercontinental uh, Exchange, is going to own a decent stake in backed after this deal is done. So, so a major backer there. The, the other two I highlighted last week, we have GWAC. Um, so they are taking public. Uh, so Cypher Mining, which they think uh, could be one of the largest Bitcoin miners in the world right? So they're going to have huge mining capacity. They're going to have low-cost um, operations. They plan on launching financial services, ETFs, and a mining-as-a-service business. Um, but they're a couple of years away, right? So uh, revenue of $6 million for fiscal 2021. And then we jumped to $350 million in fiscal 2022. And then, you know, we go up to a billion dollars by 2025. So this is more of a long-term play. We've seen the Bitcoin miners, you know, really run. It kind of depends on what's the price of Bitcoin going to be at the end of this year. You know, what's the price of Bitcoin going to be, you know, a couple of years from now. So if this company could really become one of the big producers of Bitcoins, one of the low-cost miners, you you know, I like the long-term outlook, but again, you know, it's, It's not the business today, Um, you know, so we we need to be patient with that. But GWIC may be one of the ways that I end up playing, you know, the the long-term bullish case for um, Bitcoin. And then the other one we have is FTCV. So FTCV bringing eToro public, uh, same thing, down 4% now, um, you know, falling on the day. This is another one where it ran up. Um, a little bit over the past couple of days. So eToro known more for their social trading, right? And they actually aren't even as big in the US. So they're gonna launch um, stock trading in the US later this year. Uh, crypto was only 16% of their assets uh, in 2020. They, they launched Bitcoin trading in 2013. So again, not a huge player in terms of crypto. Um, but they have over 20 million registered users, and and the key for me with growth is if they start that stock trading in the U.S., can they maybe gain some additional customers? You know, which could turn into more customers. You know, trading stocks, more customers. You know, buying crypto. Um, you know, so keep an eye out on FTCV. Um, you know, eToro, obviously one of the well-known names, and then the other one I'd highlight here. Is EQOS. So EQOS is a former SPAC. It's now DigiNex. Um, Power Hour yesterday at noon had an interview with the CEO. So talking about their role that they play in crypto and with Bitcoin. Um, so, you know, that digital asset ecosystem, a crypto exchange, um, derivative products tied to Bitcoins um, and Ethereum coming next. That they're really targeting Asia and Europe. Their their long term goal is the U.S. Um, you know, but publicly traded on the Nasdaq. Um, you know, so another crypto play. And I think this one. I mean, who knows what it's doing now? But this one, when I looked this morning, oh, that one's fading now too. EQOS was up double digits earlier today. We're now up six percent. Um, you know, so it looks like a lot of people getting out of these these Coinbase trades now. Um, you this, know, one's so Mitch, what you
0: this one's not looking the worst. This one's not looking the worst. You know, the Starting
1: other one back a little, it looks like there now
0: you got to remember, the other one's kind of sold off almost immediately. This one at least had a drive at first. It drove all the way into about 1024 and then just pulled back. What I like about this one is if you look at the daily, right, if you look a little bit further back, um, you're going off of support. You got a big volume push yesterday and today. And what I always talk about, when we're going to get momentum moving, we need that volume to show up. This is what I always talk about, that bar, right? I always talk about how there's declining, declining, declining volume, declining volume, and then all of a sudden, boom, baby, it comes back to life, comes back to life. And and really what that means is that, it doesn't mean that it's going up. It, It means that it finally at least has some momentum because volume is what really gets us driving and moving, right? And so where are we gonna stop now? Today we pushed up there towards that 13 and quickly turned away from it, why? If if we forget about all this pop on the daily and we get a little bit closer, a little bit more uh, short-term viewed, this is what you're going to see, guys. There's a resistance here and kind of a a downward trend that started and popped up, down, up, down, up. We need to see it really get through that $14 level to get out of this short-term trend that it's in. When it went down, kind of up, down, up, down, up. This is kind of like a, a bearish pennant or you could say a, a bear flag start here, but really I see these often. What happens is there is a bullish pattern before, and then when it cracks that bullish pattern, it starts a bearish pattern on the daily. Let's see if we can really start driving 13, get above 13 with increasing volume. This chart would definitely be looking good. You know,
1: Mitch, if you if you keep it on that chart right there, so if you so all the way back there, so December I had an article out uh, talking a little bit about how it could be a crypto play. We were around nine dollars. I mean, this one dropped, right? Look at that after it became a SPAC, it it fell off that ten dollar floor, right? That was no longer there. This one was trading, you know, down to about six. and then in December, it got a little bit of attention, right? Because it, it got that crypto exchange news and then it dropped again. And then it started circulating, right? As, as a Bitcoin trade, right? So as the price of Bitcoin went up in December, January, I mean, this thing rocketed higher, right? It, it more than doubled, um, you know, from that December point. But now, you know, it, it's faded since then. But but again, the, these ones that are tied to crypto, they can rise and fall with the price of Bitcoin or with you know the the valuation of some of these crypto platforms. So, to me, the fact that it's already starting to uh, go back up here, you know, this one could have have a better day today with the Coinbase IPO than you know Vih and FTCV, which are already you know falling and fading fast. So, keep an eye out on EQOS, um, you know, on the day. So. Uh, definitely one I wanted to highlight. And then, you know, Mitch, we talked in uh, January, some of these SPACs, right, that have not announced deals that, that may target a crypto company. So I just want to, you know, kind of refresh everyone here. We'll We'll highlight some names. Maybe you can pull up those charts. Um, yeah, I think- just
0: give me one second before you move on, Chris. I wanted to answer solar up here. We try to pay attention to the chat. I missed your question a couple minutes ago, but I got you, man. I see it. Um, so, one of the things that I do, and it's a shortcut I learned for when you're on Benzinga Pro, guys, if you're in this charts, and you're looking at it and you want to change between time frame you don't need to hit exit to get back to this to kind of go to a time frame what you're going to do is when you're in full screen right guys um, so the horizontal line is all h but this one you don't even need a shortcut you can just put in your time frame that you want so let's say i wanted to go to the one weekly i'm going to put a 1w on here and that'll get my one weekly if i want a one month i'm going to go 1m And if I want a 15-minute, I'm just going to put 15. If I want a one-minute, I can put one minute. If I want a two-minute, I can put two. And as you guys see, whatever you guys want, you guys can get it. Um, Let's say if you wanted a one-hour chart, you're going to put one and then that H and then that will get you that one hour chart. So you're just moving within just by hitting the number and a letter there. So I just wanted to give you guys a shout out there. Definitely, Kat, I, I, I've, if I can help you guys at any way to use Benzinga Pro and make it easier for you guys, let me know. I know some tricks and tips um, and, and it's fun, you know, um, also for the trend line, if you guys don't know it, I, I always try to say, it, but it's alt T. Alt-T to start that trend line and Alt-H to start the horizontal line.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Mitch also uh, point out at 1030, we have trade with Benzinga Pro um, with Ryan and Jonathan. They also show off some of those great tools, ways to use Benzinga Pro, um, you know, the watch list, the different trading future features, the the chart, you know, and some of those shortcuts. So I know just watching them, you know, I've learned some of those tips and tricks there. Um, yeah, Use there's the that YouTube promo 20. code, YouTube yeah, twenty, and, guys, and guys, remember you can sign up for Benzinga pro, you know, you get a free trial, you, you don't have to put your credit card in. You don't have to, you know, sign up for that first month. You, you can test it out, right? So sign up for a free trial. Come back to our show, you know, follow some of these, these trades and yeah, drop any questions you have in the chat. You can ask Mitch, you can ask me. And if we don't know the answer, we can get you in touch with someone from Benzinga Pro and the team, and they can walk you through, you know, how to use the charts and stuff. We have one of the greatest teams out there. They'll they'll talk to you on the phone. They'll talk to you via chat. They'll make sure you know all the tools Benzinga Pro has. So, you know, I, I'm excited, you know, I've been using Benzinga Pro since I joined the team and, you know, I can't imagine ever not having it now. So, you know, uh, a shameless plug there for Benzinga Pro, but guys, it's really worth it. And, you know, you you should be using it.
0: I, I use a better line. It's not the best thing since sliced bread. It's the best thing since thick Sliced bread. I don't know about you guys, but that's what I use now. I'm not <laughs> using that thin stuff anymore. You mean
1: the stuff that falls apart, like uh, yeah, in your no, hand no, no, no. We're not
0: using that Wonder bread anymore, guys. We're we're on that thick stuff, that good quality stuff, guys. And so th- that's what I'd say. But definitely don't don't miss out. You know, yeah, and comment
1: that. on Charlie there on the squawk. Yeah, you know, we get so Charlie. many compliments Charles. about Charles. Charlie whatever you want to call him there's so many compliments on
0: him with the so swag. call him the little angel on my left shoulder you know just, just oh Charles well thanks bro thanks yeah appreciate and it bro.
1: he's given out that news he's given out those headlines in real time you know it's a it's a great team effort here but yeah great great with all those comments there so so guys just to touch again on those specs that I think could target crypto companies so again they they might not, right? We've seen cannabis spacs target, you know, uh, LIDAR. We we've seen fintech companies, you know, end up with electric vehicles. So could go completely different, but G S A H, which I own, the Goldman Sachs SPAC. Um, you know, this is one that was linked to eToro before. Obviously, eToro went with FTCV, but you know, Goldman Sachs has been betting big on the cryptocurrency market. So, I'm thinking still that they end up landing a, a big crypto player, right? Goldman Sachs, large player, they want a piece of the crypto economy, right? So, what better way than to grab one of them, bring them public via SPAC, have some control over it? Um, you know, and yeah, this thing has faded, right? This thing has fallen along with, you know, many of the SPACs that have not announced deals. So, now you have a good opportunity, uh, you know, to get in. Um, you know, at a decent price, a lower, lower risk, possible higher rewards. So G S A H, you know, still one of the ones out there that I think ends up getting a, a crypto company. So keep that one on watch if it's not already. Um we have BTAQ was another one that was uh you know rumored for eToro. Obviously, eToro they didn't get. I think BTAQ now uh doesn't go crypto. I, I think they end up Israeli technology. Um, I said that on the show yesterday. We have several Israeli companies, you know, rumored for for SPACs here. Um, so I got to think maybe BTAQ, you know, isn't a crypto uh, trade anymore. Um, and I do own shares of this. I think they end up sticking with uh, technology, more of their wheelhouse. Um, the Etoro rumors, you know, had a lot to do with the Israeli ties more than anything. Then we have LFTR. Um, this one, uh, I think Mitch mentioned yesterday the under 1050. Um, you know, so targeting fintech, their management connections to e trade, TD Ameritrade. Um, also the former Coinbase COO. Um, Ooh, you know, that, so as that chart, that chart as Mitch said yesterday, you know, uh, this is a good one under 1050. It's actually under 10 now. I, I do own shares of this one. Um, I still got to believe based on that management team, I I really think they end up going crypto here or something very similar and related to crypto. So I I know that's one of your favorites there, uh, Mitch, and I've got to agree. And again, I am long shares of LFTR. I I think under 10 here is, you know, great entry point. Um, I just want to say someone was saying in the chat, uh, Coinbase, I still... Okay, I'm not seeing it trading yet. I just no, to no, make no, sure.
0: no, no, not, nothing yet. Someone guys. said
1: coin is moving, and I was like, "Wait, what?" But trust I, I, I me, don't see me. it trading yet.
0: I'd, I'd let you know. I'd let you know. I'm watching we're, it. I'm. Watching it looks it.
1: like we're indicating 360 now. Um, yeah, we're we're moving, we're moving up. We're moving up, guys. Moving, <laughs> moving on, up. <laughs> moving on, <laughs> we, we on the, up.
0: We got I got the it ready, guys. You guys see it? Uh, I drop here, it in so. here. If you see it moving, let me. I'll drop it. But yeah. yeah, guys.
1: And, and guys, again, Benzinga Pro, right? That's that's how quick that was, right? By Benzinga Pro said Coinbase indicating $360. I didn't have to go search for that. That was right there uh, on my news desk. So uh, a couple more uh possible crypto plays. We have M O T V. Um this is led by Motive Capital, but the former CEO of blockchain fintech digital asset is attached to this spec. So I, I'm thinking maybe you know crypto or blockchain related trade here with MOTV. We we also have <laughs> LEAP, so we have Leap, uh, Ribbit Capital. So Ribbit Capital was an investor in Coinbase and Robinhood. Um, fintech focus. I, I have to say I think that they end up going crypto, and then FPAC, um, you know, led by former New York Stock Exchange president. Tom Farley. Um, again, you know, just based on the experience, he's been bullish on crypto for, for a long time. Um, you know so I have to think, you know, he helped New York Stock Exchange create a Bitcoin index in 2015. Um, also, the New York Stock Exchange invested75 million dollars in Coinbase back in 2015. If they still own that, that stake in Coinbase, it's going to be worth a lot of money today, and they might want to call up Tom Farley and uh, t- tell him thank you because he was the one who, who got them into that trade. So, you know, and maybe he ends up landing a SPAC deal, um, you know, for a crypto play here as well. I-, I mentioned at the top, right, we had news out from Fuse, F U S E, that the money lion. So I ran through the uh, you know report from yesterday, some of the financial highlights. but the, the other thing that I want to highlight here is that on April 8th, so last week, MoneyLion Lion announced that they will introduce new capabilities enabling members to buy, sell, and earn digital currencies. So that includes a strategic investment in zero hash. Which is the leading regulated digital asset settlement provider. Um, so now they're going to be able to offer cryptocurrency as part of that all-in-one digital financial platform, and also gives them an ownership stake in the leading cryptocurrency liquidity and settlement infrastructure. So you know, FUSE. Um, I haven't looked at that chart yet today. Yeah, we're we're under ten dollars. You know, so MoneyLion, right, financial company, but now they're going hard into crypto. So what do you think, Mitch? I mean, that news, you know, not only can you buy and sell crypto with MoneyLion, you're going to be able to earn it. So just for paying your bills, just for using, you know, a card, you you can now earn Bitcoin or Ethereum. I mean, maybe some customers switch over to
0: MoneyLion because why not? Yeah, you know, one of the things with I think you're going to start seeing more and more of these platforms come out um, just because as you see cryptocurrency really get adopted, um, you'll see more and more platforms. Now, to me, the question is always on these cryptocurrency platforms is kind of the efficiency of them. Um, did, do they crash at some times? Because that's how they used to be. Um, n- not anymore. You don't see it as often, Um, but to talk about a little bit about Moneyline, you know, I I think that, you know, it's a smart move because at the end of the day, um, we're moving more and more towards, you know, kind of regulated digital assets. And if anything, we're going to keep moving towards that. There's nothing that really takes us more to, let's say, a fiat money. But what really is looking forward is how can we have maybe, you, you know, one thing that I think doesn't get talked about with blockchain and and, and cryptocurrency is the dollar, right? The dollar has been life, life for for just about the whole world. I mean, if you want to trade for stuff, certain goods, you need dollars, you know? And and so what if, and and Chris, you you can ask, you can answer, you know, give me your ideas. But what if in the long run, like Bitcoin is what is, becomes the 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 monetary the world money where where we actually don't dollar is not the strongest anymore and bitcoin beats it next thing you know we're trading in bitcoins versus trading in dollars what do you think about that
1: yeah you know I I think not only crypto but also you know digital wallets right so you know look at PayPal look at square look at the growth of just being able to send people money you know online you, you don't have to you go to a bank withdraw money you don't have to meet that person you know person to person you can just transfer money and, and you know as Mitch said same with crypto what if crypto you know becomes more of a way to to exchange for for products and services to be able to pay for them rather than using the US dollar i think we're already seeing that with with PayPal and Square both you know allowing their users to buy sell crypto and then also PayPal you know making it to where merchants can accept crypto as payment. So that, that used to be the hard part, right? Is a lot of your smaller businesses, they're not gonna be able to you know, accept crypto because they don't wanna get into it. They don't wanna deal with the regulations. They, they don't wanna deal with the transaction fees, all that and stuff. So then you have PayPal, right? So PayPal's making it to where I, I can buy something from a business. I can, in the future, I can use Bitcoin to make the transaction. The business can accept Bitcoin because PayPal is going to handle all the behind-the-scenes transactions, right? And they're just going to cut the money in, in U.S. dollars to that business. So I, I think that's the middle step now that that we're getting to. And then in the future, as Mitch said, you know, just being able to use crypto, um, you know, as a more accepted payment option than the U.S. dollar, I think is spot on. The, the, I think the question isn't any more, uh, you know. Uh, if it's when. So I would agree.
0: This is what worries us, Um, you know, for people that actually pay attention to, let's say, inflationary, the Fed's, uh, you know, (laughs) printing of money, you know, and, and, and this is what really people talk about. Because how do we keep the dollar strong if we keep keep, keep pushing ourselves further and further in the deficit. Uh, and, and, and really, I mean, we don't make money. <laughs> we need to start making some money. We need to focus on getting industries back. I know that there's been talked about bringing some of these tech companies and having some of the, let's say, the chips being made here. I think that's a great idea at the end of the day, if we're not going to make anything and we're just going to be consumers and consume and consume and consume, eventually that comes back to bite Um, because you, you, you have to create GDP. It can't just always be and coming off of, let's say our investment and our consumer spending. I mean, we're essentially, we're, we're drawing ourselves thin by doing this and not creating. And what do you think about that, Chris?
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's accurate too. Um, you know, the the U.S. wants to be a leader in everything, right? And I think you're spot on then with chips. I, I think that goes back to our talk about MP materials earlier today, right? W- why not be the leader in rare earth minerals? Uh, we don't want to be reliant on China, right? So MP materials. Someone actually said in the chat. I forgot who it was, and it was it was earlier. But talking about you know rare earth mining being of national security, you know, Mitch, I know you listened to the the Arc Fund webinar yesterday. I I listened to it. I have a couple articles up on the site. One of the discussions was on Bitcoin, right? And Mm -hmm. so Bitcoin was banned in India and Nigeria. And the the thing I liked with Arc was they actually talked about how gold was banned in the U.S. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at one point, it, you know, not in my lifetime, but at one point it, you couldn't you couldn't own physical gold in the U.S. And it was because of national security, because people could, you know, hoard gold. And because gold was tied to the U.S. dollar, it could actually, you know, hurt the the nation's, you know, economic uh, prospects. So Bitcoin, though, isn't tied to the U.S. dollar and it's a lot harder. How how would you ban you know Bitcoin? Uh, you know when it's digital transactions, it would be real tough, right? And digital keys, you know. So I don't think the U.S. is ever going to you know ban Bitcoin. And obviously, there's you know discussions out there. You've got people saying it's going to happen. I just don't see it happening. And you know, Ark again. You know, saying that maybe Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, she may not be as you know pro Bitcoin as we'd like to see, but the new incoming SEC um, chairman, he he's very pro crypto. He actually taught a, a class at at uh, I think MIT um, about Bitcoin. This guy knows it, right? So he's going to lead the SEC, and he knows Bitcoin. So I think we actually see you know, more growth ahead for Bitcoin because it's starting to get love, not just by these corporations, right? MicroStrategy, Tesla, Square buying Bitcoin. I think you're going to see your banks, your financial institutions really
0: push hard. They want a piece yeah. of it, right? Yeah, and, they do. No one gets Mitch, hold that held out.
1: Yeah. And as, as I said, right, we're, we're no longer going to banks, you know, to withdraw money. We're, we're transferring money, you know, person to person. So so same thing, these banks they, they may not need as many physical locations. They, they want growth. How are they going to get growth? I think they have to attack crypto and, and they have to get a piece of that pie. And that's why yep. I think Coinbase IPO today, it's just the starting point, right? We're mm-hmm. going to see more and more small and large crypto and, and digital asset and, and you know blockchain companies go public or be acquired, right? We could see an acquisition spree now from some of these larger companies. You could see PayPal, Square, you know, some of your larger banks, I think, you know, within the next couple of weeks, we see some deals being announced because this Coinbase IPO, it's going to increase valuations to where you might wait, you know, too long to, to get some of these deals done. And you want these companies under your umbrella now.
0: Yeah, you know, one thing being mentioned, and I just wanted to give a shout out there, Hacks Mom, talking about how we do have an advantage, you know, and this and, this, in, and this in, you know, one of the things is, hist- as history goes, right, history repeats, right? And so one of the things we need to do is always learn from our prior and our past, right? And if we look at our past, We've gone through moments of high inflation. We've gone through moments of spending so much fiscal and and putting back and putting back and putting back. And we've seen the effects come from that. Now, the real question is, how's our money today gonna be versus our money in let's say five years? And that's what we need to ask ourselves. And I think as a generation, one of the things that we need to do guys is definitely, definitely come more together on one consensus. Because it's not always just about the left and it's not always just about the right, you know, not, not to mention names, but I, I see comments in the chat about both sides. And really what we need to do is we need to come to an understanding of what we're really willing to give up here. You know, uh, I don't want to give up America being the leader. And I don't, I know that there's a lot of people out there that are not willing to give that up. So definitely we got to keep fighting on that fight, but we also need to come more together to come together and build as a, com- build as a, as a country again and, and really start getting some, some money and some GDP back to America. Um, I think you're going to see the fight for the, like we we're saying here, uh, talked about for the, the rare earth minerals. This is going to be a battle. For the next 50 years guys why because at the end of the day um until we can go and grab our minerals from space which shout out to elon shout out to elon <laughs> get me up there uh I'll, I'll go digging for gold myself i don't mind but hey that that's what i i think is gonna happen you're gonna see this fight for these these kind of essentially assets that are running out, that are running out. There's not an infinite supply, guys. And so with that being said, the battle is on. And who's going to win this battle? So about Bitcoin being banned, not going to happen. You know why? Because the only way they can do this, guys, is to attack the platforms. They can't attack the actual monetary. And that's really where you're seeing it, is that, let's say, if they wanted to figure out what who has what Bitcoin, like actually what Bitcoin, they would have to go into so many illegal battles. And these companies wouldn't be required to go ahead and reveal this information. So it's going to be a a battle regardless if they're trying to regulate, ban it, whichever way they want. Finally, there's a a money that is not controlled by one country. And because of this, the change in, in mindset comes with it. Absolutely. So, you know,
1: guys, again, Bitcoin, great growth prospects going forward. I think, you know, your portfolio, uh, again, you know, look at your own risk reward. But I think you need some type of play uh, on cryptocurrency, whether that's holding physical crypto like Bitcoin, like Ethereum, or getting some of these companies that mine it or they control the platforms. You you know, that's one of the ways I'm trying to play this is get some of those exchanges, some of those platforms, and maybe look at some of the miners, right? Um, Because I think you just, you need the exposure. So, uh, you know, enough about Bitcoin. Uh, enough about coinbase we got like seven minutes left how, how about some ticker time mitch what, what do you think? yeah let's do
0: some ticker time guys let's go ahead up and, and and nail up some ticker time if you got a ticker you want us to take a look at go head up and put it in the chat bum 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 relaxing and enjoying the day guys i mean i'm enjoying the day with you guys so definitely if you guys can do me a favor smash that like button let's get up to 200 we have over 500 people watching so definitely do us a favor if you like us going through this and definitely communicating with the chat hit the like hit the subscribe let's keep it rolling here I um, seeing a lot of names start flowing and flowing through one that I did want to talk about before we start I'm gonna nail it what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a game here uh, Chris and I are just gonna say bull or bear don't take this too crazy guys doesn't mean to go ahead and, and load the boat up but we just want to go through a lot of names really quickly so the first one up I'm gonna give the name and then I'll let Chris give his opinion and then we'll keep rolling through here all right so like always guys, let's do a little rapid fire here so uh first one up ride yeah i'm i'm a bull bull, bull i want to see this weekend they have a little competition that they're being a part of take a look guys we'll see what happens with that let's keep going next one up uh we got c-l-i-i yeah charging uh you know i'm a a bull i'm a bull just wait wait for those Closer to ten dollar pricing, that's for me. All right, let's keep going through. Next one up, of course. Psth. I don't think we need to do too much of this one, but I don't need to do the chart at least.
1: You know, after looking at that chart yesterday, I'm a bull here at 24. Um, you know, I, I was a bear a long time ago on the valuation, but I am now a bull on
0: PSTH. I'm a bear, guys. I'm gonna let this crack the 20 mark and then I'll get it at a discount. Let's keep going. GNFT. Not sure. I know too much about this one, but I don't think you know, GNFT is a look, look. Look at Sandra trying to sneak one through there, Sandra. We see you. We see you, Sandra. I know this.
1: I think this is biotech. I feel like I've heard of this before. uh Biotech Whew, company. Look at that yeah. candle, though. Yeah. So I.
0: <laughs> That's a I hard candle to take.
1: I don't know this one, but looking at that chart, I uh, I but don't this know. Had
0: a reverse split? Uh, a split? Like, uh, this had to have had a
1: split. It had it, to have. That's way too the, big. Um,
0: yeah, that's way too big.
1: <laughs> So, GNFT, uh, Sandra, go ahead and tune in to Biotech Buzz. Um, there you go. You can ask
0: Biotech. A,
1: a, a, and ask her because I just don't know enough about that.
0: Let's keep rolling. P-I-P-P. I, I'm a bull. Strong well, management I don't team. even need to pull it up. But I already know. Bull. Let's keep going. Next one up. We got... Looks like, oh, there, there's some more rolling through there uh clvr yeah bull bull cannabis bull. well you, you guys know where i live that's all <laughs> i got to say <laughs> let's keep rolling through here next up next up here uh we got cmlf by the choo choo
1: yeah cmlf uh is biotech uh this one i thought ran more yeah it's come back down um, I would have to do some digging. Uh, I, I would definitely like it more now than when it was uh, at twenty-seven. So I, I'm in the middle here. I, I just don't know enough.
0: I'm a bear. Let it come down towards eleven. Then I'll get. I'll turn around. My opinion. All right. Keep going here. IPOF. I, I, I'm a bull.
1: I, I own shares of IPOF. Uh, You know, but Chamath needs to land a a good deal. He has fallen out of favor with uh, investors here. So whichever gets announced first, IPOD or IPOF could send the other one either up or down because he, he needs a good deal.
0: Well, I have to let you guys know when I get in this one, I haven't gotten in this one. I wanted to get in this one before it, when it was in the tens, then it went to the 11s and you know, my rule guys, I stay away from those 11s. I only like to get the tens. So I'll let you know if I see the crack of ten fifties, I definitely will start getting interested in IPO.
1: Yeah. This is the lowest you can, you can get this one pretty much since it uh, started trading. So that's
0: my idea. Yeah. All right, guys, let's keep rolling through here. Next one up, of course, CCIV. We can't go without touching about the Lucid Dreamers here. What's going on with this?
1: CCIV, I'm still a bull. I still own shares, but I just don't see a lot of activity until they start releasing those cars. So you got to be a patient bull here, I think.
0: All right, let's go. Let's keep it going, Chris. Two, two minutes left. Let's see how many we can get in those two minutes. CCIV, bear. I'm waiting for the 20 crack, 20 crack, guys. All right, let's keep rolling through here. Next up, I'm seeing ACIC here. ACIC, what do you think? ACIC, uh, Archer,
1: uh, I-, I don't know.
0: I- <laughs> the pressure's on, the pressure's I- on. Real I would quick, bull I'm, a- I'm a bull. Bull? I'm a bear. We'll see who wins. <laughs> Lunch bet is on. All right, let's keep going here. Let's keep going here. Uh, next up, next up, we got DMYI. My I'm, man. A,
1: I'm a long term bull, but you got to be very long term out with quantum here.
0: I say you get it, I, well, let me let me, click, let me click my man, SPAC broker. I say you look for it at that under the $10 price point. And when it switches over, I would love to get it underneath that price point. Um, they're, they're doing some competitions. At the end of the day, guys, this is probably one of the most advanced technologies I think I'm seeing out there. So with that being said, I think Kathy would tell me myself, if you think it's going to be that kind of technology, what you, should you be doing here? ask yourself that question. All right. Keep going here, guys. I'm going to keep going. Uh, Next up, SPCE.
1: SPC, I'm I'm a bull. I own shares, but they, they need to get those those flights going. Uh, I know Mitch is a bear here. <laughs> you don't even have to ask him. But but yeah, they, they need some positive news out.
0: Oh man. It, 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 when you're a bear, you're a bear, you know. And and in this company, I've been a bear for a long term, guys. Uh I'm gonna continue just being that, that that bear in the back. All right, let's keep going. Skills, skills being mentioned here. Dan Jones, we got One minute left, one minute left. I don't even know where we're at on the chart, but I'm a bull
1: based on the company. So no idea the price, but I'm a bull.
0: Uh, It's at 16. I say you let it get to 10. I say too many people think this one's too good. That's my opinion. All right, let's keep rolling through here. Um, Being mentioned uh, a couple more. Oh, there you go. There you go. We got a couple more. All right, so this, I'm not even going to put up the chart. I'm just going to literally put up the ticker and you say bull or bear. RSI. Bull. All right, next up, FSR.
1: I, I'm a bull, and I I am long.
0: Uh, NGA.
1: NGA. I'm a bull. I'm long.
0: Uh, and let's go one more. Oh, let's do let's do these two. GIK.
1: GIK. I. I... I don't know. I, I'm turning turning bear here. They're just
0: turning it, bearish is just too much. And yeah, electrification
1: out of favor. Look at XL, look at Hillion. GIK, I think falls after this deal goes through. APXT. APXT, I, I think long-term bull, but I think it could fall more.
0: All right, all right. Well, hey, you guys you guys saw us there trying to fly through as many names as we can. If you guys can do us a favor hit the like button, hit the subscribe. And actually what helps us out the most, guys, is if you hit that share button underneath, let everyone know how many SPACs we touch. A lot of the times we go in depth so that you can learn a lot more about these companies. I saw a question earlier about fundamentals and SPACs and where we'd kind of pay attention to the most. First things first is investors' presentation, guys. Until you get an update, that's why you're going to be your best place to look. And then what you want to do is you really want to start looking at their actual financials. Don't just look at kind of what is posted for you to see. Look at the financials, see the margins, see how the margins should increase or decrease. Also, like we mentioned, see what's reoccurring revenue, see what's new revenue, what's pre-revenue. You you know, this, this matters because that's one of the biggest things that you need to pay attention to. Anything you want to add to that, Chris?
1: Yeah, you know, guys, I just put in the chat, good luck to anyone playing coin or related plays today. Just be careful out there. Know your risk reward. Don't get caught chasing any of these names too high up. You know, it's it's okay to sit out some trades. It's okay to scale in, right? You know, coin is a direct listing, so it's a little bit different because that price is going to be more direct and more set. But but look at, you know, Roblox, DoorDash, Airbnb, a lot of these ones fell their first day or two, and you had plenty of buying opportunities if you believed in the long-term story. So if you're a trader, do your own strategy. If you're an investor, look for buying opportunities on the dips and be careful.
0: Like always, guys, we all love Chris's hair. Definitely shout out to Chris's hair. You know, hair.
1: Gary, if Gary B says he loves my hair, I guess I got to be okay with it. You know, I, I've i had gray hair up here since I was like 19. So this is natural. Gary B's a fan. So I, I'm bullish now. I, bullish, I, was a, bullish. I was a bear, Mitch. I, I'm now a bull on Chris's hair.
0: Hey hey, hey making that making that salt and pepper looking beautiful baby but like <laughs> always guys hit the like we'll be back up next you guys got the power hour definitely do not miss that guys it's gonna be definitely fun um, let let me pull up exactly who's going to be on today. I, I know I saw a couple of guests.
1: Yeah, and I know they'll be talking Coinbase, and you know they'll break in when that starts trading. So you know you don't want to miss it. They they have a guest coming on, I think, to talk about Coinbase. They also have a guest coming on to talk about gold. I think, Mitch. So all right, so, so you're going to have
0: Matt Hammonds from uh ipo uh, and then you also got ed care a uh, gold 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 stock talking about so just stick with them guys one of the things is power hour goes on for two hours definitely gives you all the value that you need so definitely check that out guys we're gonna go ahead up and wrap up and send it there we'll see you next time guys definitely smash the like button and like always guys let's keep going up